Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. Mm, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Father's Day. Yeah, a little the... shout out to all the dads out there. That's exciting. Oh, Caitlin. You look a little, a little hungover. I am. <laughs> I am like, a fuck l- you, Michelle, for bringing it up right away. I am a little hungover, <laughs> and we are drinking at 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> On Father's Day. On Father's Day. This feels right. Yeah. God. (laughs) This is my day. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Poor Caitlin. What are we drinking? You Mm. made them today, so you did I did make them. Tell us all about it. These are dark and stormies. This is for Father's Day. We figured it was kind of a boyish or mannish drink. I apologize. Yeah, rum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, rum. Um, so what's in it is just, uh, black rum. So it's two ounces black, black. rum. Yeah. Is that different from spiced rum? Yes. Oh, so I it's didn't not know. Rum. Yeah. It's I thought black it was just rum. spiced rum. I don't know. It's black. It's three ounces black <laughs> rum, two ounces ginger beer, and then half ounce lime juice. If you would like. Oh, you, that's a, you that's an optional thing. I added it cause I like lime a lot. So. Oh, black rum shares the taste characteristics of your favorite whiskeys. Oh, so it is kind of manly. Yeah. Yeah, because we're like, fuck whiskey drinks. That's not happening. My mom is so disappointed in me. (laughs) I bet. A whiskey person. I just Um, can't do it. It's just that flavor and the smell. I can do some whiskey sours and something that really hides the whiskey. Yeah. And then I'm good. Sorry, that was a lot. I sound. <sighs> Fuck you, Michelle. <laughs> Hair of the dog. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. What is your the worst you were ever hungover? Oh man, the worst I was hungover. I was like throwing up most oh. of the day. I just laid in bed, and I just got up to puke, and I would try water sometimes. I would try crackers, and I just. Couldn't, couldn't do any of it. I finally got out of bed like at four o'clock <laughs> after being in bed all day. So what was the story behind your terrible hung- hangover? Um, you like who even can remember? That was okay. That was the night I the first time I've ever got like blackout drunk. <laughs> I've never gone blackout drunk again. It's not fun. It's not a good idea. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> but I I woke up. And apparently I broke my toe the <gasps> night of, yeah, I didn't even know until the next morning. Fucking my... partied hard, Caitlin. <laughs> so you were really a hangover and a broken toe. Yeah, it was, oh it was bad news. So I haven't done it again and that was years ago. <laughs> Reminds me of the time that we partied so hard that uh, Amy of Wisconsin fame, as yes. I like to say, uh, she broke her foot and we had a nurse <sighs> there. And the nurse was like, oh, it's just a contusion. It's fine. So we continued. I think she rode a bike. She did all this shit. And it turns out her fucking foot was broken the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Poor oh. Amy. Yeah, she was in pain. The I next think. day, I bet. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It wasn't great. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, happy Father's Day again. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you guys aren't super hungover. Yeah. I'm not super hungover today. I'm just a little slow. Yeah. Just a little tired. The energy's but... a little low, if yeah. you will. But I'm coming back. Well, I got a buzz, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> like, it's just rushing through me. I'm getting a little warm and well, good. my face is getting flushed already. Well, you're drinking also, I have grapefruit cider and it's yeah. so good. I don't love ginger beer. You don't like ginger beer? No. What about the Moscow Mules we had? You love those. That's fucking barely love them. Okay. Like, that was a stretch. In fact, I didn't want to drink them at all because that was actually one of my worst hangovers is drinking Moscow Mules. That's my favorite drink. Ooh. Is it really your favorite drink? Oh my gosh, it's my go-to drink. It's my favorite drink. Moscow Mules all the way. I want to barf in your face. No. But all our stories today are about fathers. Indeed. So... Can I have a spoiler? Is your father the victim or the hero? You just have to listen. Though. No oh, spoiler damn. alerts, okay, okay. Michelle. All right, go ahead. Have I ever give you a spoiler alert when you asked? No. Fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, I'm ready. I'm going to get my drink. Okay. I don't know which one. Both so of them. I grab both. Okay. I'll put this one down. It has okay. a lot of ice noises. <laughs> this story is about Paige Winter. So, it is June 2nd, 2019. Okay. And Paige is 17 years old. So, this is almost a year ago. Yes. Or just over a year ago now. Exactly. Okay. She's at the beach with her family in North Carolina. Hmm. Paige... I don't like the way this is headed already. (laughs) Paige, her sister, and brother are swimming in the ocean pretending to be mermaids. That's the kind of shit I would have pulled, too. I had these dolls when I was growing up Uh that they had mermaid tails and this really long hair. Oh, my God. I love those fucking dolls so much. I used to... Anyway, I'm sorry. I used to play mermaids with them. Like in the bathtub? (laughs) Yeah, I love them. (laughs) So they were not in too deep, just at waist height. Okay. So they weren't, like, out there. All of a sudden, something started to pull her underwater. She thought at first it was one of her siblings grabbing her legs. Being a little a-hole. Yeah. Get it. (laughs) But all of a sudden, she felt a weird snapping sensation. What? Which is something she's never will forget. For a brief second, she thought it was a snapping turtle and was confused on what was actually happening. Then Paige describes that she started to get pulled like a dog playing tug-of-war. Like with a, you know, Oh my god, I've already got goosebumps. (laughs) This is unappealing. (laughs) This is terrifying. (laughs) She states, I remember giving up for a second and then like laying there and then I was like, no, wait, wait a minute. I can't do that. Like, that's not an option. So a lot of her quotes have a lot of likes in it. I love her already. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I took them all out. I didn't. But in the next one, I did. A lot of my quotes have a lot of likes in them so uh, a lot of your stories has ums in them that i have to um, edit yes. out so many times <laughs> okay caitlin you can fuck yourself that felt way judgy <laughs> oh no okay all right let's oh, like, get back to it <laughs> uh she stopped feeling pain as her body went into shock oh god she tried gathering up all her strength to pry the animal off of her but was too but it was too strong I'm not going to ask what kind of animal it is because you're going to be like, bitch, I'm not going to tell you. Yes. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> she was, I mean, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. 
She was beginning to lose hope and she started to pray for a miracle. I'm 17. Please don't let me die. I'm not ready to die. I have stuff to do. My body went into shock, so I couldn't feel anything. I just knew it was bad. Mm. While this was happening, Paige's dad is leaving the water. All of a sudden, he hears shark. He turns around and quickly realizes his daughter is in trouble. He states, you could tell where she was because you could see pink on the water. Oh, God, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, right? He runs back into the water. I think I almost told this story. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, because I, I, I read about a yeah. shark attack one. And okay. I was like, ooh, I might do this Who said one. shark attack, Michelle? Oh, I'm sorry. Someone said shark, so maybe it's that Oh, yeah, that's right. No, it is. I'm sorry. Fucking bee. <laughs> I thought maybe a crocodile, though. Oh, maybe. I could, but I didn't. Where are they swimming? North Carolina. Yeah, so maybe not. I don't know if there's alligators there or not. I'm fucking the worst. Well, we're in Oregon, so whatever to the East Coast. (laughs) So he dived back into the water and dove about five feet under the water because she's getting pulled under now. So he can't see her. Oh, God. He grabbed her and he found himself himself staring eye to eye with a massive shark. Ugh. Could you fucking imagine? No. Could you fucking imagine? I could not. <sighs> That's terrifying. It is terrifying. Like, I just think of all the times that I was in the water in Hawaii and things. Uh-huh. And then you see those stupid pictures where, like, the dumbass is just sitting there. And in the wave behind him is this massive shark or some yeah. shit. I just feel like that's me. And you're like, hey. Yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> don't worry about that shark that I don't see or know. As he was pulling Paige back up, the shark was coming up with her. Oh, my God. He was not letting go. Charlie then started punching it with everything he could in... Yeah, this is the same. This was the story. Sorry. Well, I just saw a man punches shark, and I was like, I'm on board. Right. (laughs) Sorry. So he's punching it in the face and in the gills, and finally, he lets go. (laughs) Isn't it a thing that, like, sharks don't like to be punched in the nose? Yeah. Is that... I guess, yeah. Or is that just a myth that I've heard No, I think it's the nose and the gills, because, you know, they have to breathe through the gills. So, Mm. it's like you're punching them in the throat, pretty much. Yeah, that's true. Right? Damn. So, the shark finally let go. Charlie put Paige over his shoulder and started carrying her to shore. Paige remembers saying, Dad, please help me. That had to be heartbreaking for him. Oh, my God. Charlie is a marine, firefighter, and paramedic. So, all right. I mean, nice. That's like, that's pretty good that, you know. Those are no. pretty good credentials for yeah. <laughs> saving your daughter from a shark attack. Seriously. She had deep lacerations to her leg, pelvic, and hands. Mm-hmm. Well, writing in the ambulance, Paige stated, "Guys, sharks are still good people. Don't get mad at the shark. The shark is fine." Oh. <laughs> It was unclear on what type of shark attacked Paige. A month before the attack, a cluster of great white sharks were detected about 20 miles off the coast. Mm. The researchers have been tracking them for more than a decade, and they say that at least one of these sharks is 15 feet long and weighs more than 2,000 pounds. That's so terrifying. Mm -hmm. I mean, sharks are super cool, but fucking terrifying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't like to attack people, really. I mean, they don't want to eat us. I think they're just confused of what we are. Yeah. Like, they jostle us around, be like, ew, this tastes bad, and... 
I like to think that I would, in fact, taste delicious. And they'd be like, hmm, <laughs> I caught a good one. I'm keeping her. That's what fucking happened to me. <sighs> Sorry. Paige had to have her left leg amputated just above the knee and lost two fingers as well. Wow. She spent a month in the hospital. Her friends threw Paige a homecoming party at the New Bern restaurant where she used to work. Aww. She had to undergo several types of aggressive physical therapy every day. Doctors said that she would regain about 95% function in her right hand, but was unsure about her left hand. Her family started a GoFundMe account to help with the medical costs. They raised $86,126 out of $150,000. Dang, well... It's sad they're like barely halfway to their goal, but yeah. they raised a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Good job. My gosh. I know. Fucking mm. medical bills in the United States. I know. You can still donate. It's still up, so. Paige's attitude remained positive and strong throughout this whole process. Good for her. She was flooded with hundreds of cards and gifts, and even actor Robert Downing Jr. reached out as well. Oh. I know, right? Damn. Uh, hashtag with it. <laughs> he invited her to be part of his new sustainability initiative, and they've been in regular content contact contact since then. I put content. Oh, that's funny. That is weird. So he's all about you know saving the ocean and stuff like that. I she, didn't know that. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't God, know that I, either. I liked Robert Downey Jr. before. I know. I'm like um even more now. <laughs> As oh, of Iron Man. Sorry. <laughs> As of 2020, Paige was fitted with a new hand prosthetic and another prosthetic on the way that will allow her to run. Hmm. She received her high school diploma and is planning her future now and states, I really like science, so I might do marine biology. I was going to say, she's going to totally get into like <laughs> shark studies and right? stuff. Um, I might do marine biology or something like that. I just need a change of scenery because I've lived here my whole life. I'm so bored. I need a change. Dang girl. So, All right. <laughs> Break out. Right? She's also planning to get a service dog to help her with her daily routines. Mm. Her father states, it's going to be another adjustment. This time, my adjustment. Oh, fucking dad. I God know. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking punching that damn shark right in its face. Right? <sighs> like, how terrifying would you be as a parent? I think as a parent, you have a immediate adrenaline rush and like yeah i don't even give a shit oh it's a great white i don't even care right i'm gonna punch it right in its face Mm -hmm. yeah your dad would do that i could see my dad doing yeah hardcore be all wrestling it free yourself caitlin free yourself (laughs) swim bitch swim (laughs) oh yeah your poor little legs gone oh that's hard i mean she stayed positive the whole time. Like, I think I would go through, like, a phase of depression, man. Like, that's... You're missing a limb. Like, yeah. That's I'm a sure loss. she did. I'm sure she went through... Something. A lot of right. different emotions. And a lot sure. of... I love sharks and I hate them. You know, maybe type of thing. So that's right. what I would go through. Well, even there, she was like... Uh, she wanted to learn more about sharks after she got attacked. She just was interested. So she took that and, like, made it maybe a career out of it. Well, they say the more positive and the more optimistic your outlook is, the more 
the more quickly you can recover from trauma and things like that. Really? It has everything to do with your outlook. Wow. And the happier you are, the faster you're going to recover. So be happy, people. Yeah. That's really the bottom line with everything. Just be happy. Yeah. Let's grow through joy and love, not hardship and struggle. Find the silver lining in all situations. Well put, Caitlin. What? What? I said well put. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're like, bitch, what did you say? (laughs) I was. I didn't know what you said. Uh, That's funny. Oh, good times. Did you, um, did your dad ever save you growing up? Probably. He's like, more times than I can even fucking count. She was clumsy. (laughs) We were at a hotel, and I was little, and my mom was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to swim to the end of the pool and come back. Stay right here. <laughs> so like, she, ah. starts, yeah, she starts swimming and all of a sudden she hears a little bloop. And then she turns around and there I was just under the water. Oh, so God. I don't remember it was my dad that jumped in or my mom that rushed back. But they picked me up out of the water and I was just trying to paddle. <laughs> like I was trying to, Adorable. to swim. <laughs> Oh, but my dad did come over to my apartment when that guy followed me home. That's right. I do remember that. So luckily they were only like five minutes away, but I called crying and I'm like, someone's followed me home. They're looking for me. And my dad's like, bow. He well, got there really quick. That shit was scary. That shit was scary. Yeah. Mm. Don't follow people. Okay. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> stalkers. Let's like bring it back a yeah. little bit. Oh, Ugh. Hmm. I'm trying to think if my dad ever saved me. I'm sure he did, like numerous times. But oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Especially with your farm life. <laughs> my God. Well, I mean, he well, my dad was just... in arm's way. <laughs> I think it was one of those like, oh, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> Fucking dynamite right. and all kinds of shit. So yeah, he saved you on that. He picked you up, right? Oh no, you. No, we all just had to run. Right. It was every man for himself. <laughs> Oh, my mom never knew about that. That's so funny. Like, I, I remember, told this yeah. Story and she's like, what? That never happened. I was like, that it happened. sure did. <laughs> well, anytime my dad's friend came over, it was fucking going to be some sort of craziness. <laughs> so, we all have that one friend. Bikers, man. No, I'm kidding. Joel's a biker. <laughs> True. That guy was a whack job, though. So, anyway. All right. Okay. Well, I have a Father's Day story Ooh, as well. Uh, let's kind hear of, it. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little different take, if you will. Okay. All right. So this story is about David and Charlie Finlayson. Okay. Finlayson. So That's I apologize. Right. So David is the dad and okay. Charlie is the 13-year-old son. Okay. So David and his wife, Charlie's mom, are divorced. And so... Most of the time, Charlie goes and stays with the Summers with his dad. Mm-hmm. And so on this particular time, they were going to go out mountain climbing, like rock climbing. Okay. Which at this point, uh, Charlie's been taken out numerous times and he's got quite a bit of experience. For being 13 year old, he can fucking rock the house with rock climbing. Okay. <laughs> rock the house with... Yeah, I feel good about that. <laughs> So, we're going to go back to August of 2015. So, they are at Bighorn Crags. That's like six hours out of Boise, Idaho. So, they're in Idaho. So, they have been rock climbing. So, they have this sort of like two-week trip planned. 
So they've packed their backpacks with energy bars and survival stuff and for two weeks wow yeah they're not they're not fucking around so it's just a lot of camping and rock climbing and just fun times all around okay so they're heading up um and this is actually their third ascent of their trip so they've gone up one okay hill and i don't know if they camped or one mountain probably is more likely and um or actually, I don't know if they're rock formations or just mountains or what it is. Anyway, Idaho's gorgeous, so who mm-hmm. even fucking knows? Okay, so they're on their third ascent, and his dad is making his way kind of across a rock, and he's got his fingers sort of inside a fissure. A fissure? Is okay. that how you say that? <laughs> anyway, in a crack in a rock. Okay. <laughs> so it's like barely hanging on. Yeah. And out of nowhere, a boulder falls down <gasps> and just crashes into David, the dad. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Hits him in the head, and I think it hits him in the arm and knocks him off the rock. Well, yeah. How big is this boulder? Do you know? I don't know, actually. It's significant, though. Okay. Like, like holy shit. Like, probably two feet or something oh in diameter. Oh, my gosh. That's my guess. Yeah, it's a fucking large rock that comes breaks loose and uh-huh. falls just directly whoa so charlie who is sort of attached to a tree i'm i don't know it's i'm sure there's another word for it pinioned or i don't know if that's a word but he sees his dad sort of just sailing through the earth or sailing through the air uh-huh. down to the earth oh and my gosh he is in an instant later like he just sort of comes to a stop because the brakes in all of their safety lines uh-huh. kind of stops. Oh, okay. So he's like falling, falling, and then uh, like comes to this instant stop. So he didn't hit the ground. No, he didn't hit the ground. Okay. So, but he's just sort of probably been jarred yeah. pretty significantly. So Charlie's like, oh my God, dad, are you okay? And there's nothing. <gasps> and oh no. So dad hung 12 meters down below his son um, and they couldn't see each other. So he was down further below where Charlie could see. Uh-oh. And so finally, Charlie hears, Charlie, are you there? And he's like, I'm here. Are you hurt? And beneath David's dented helmet, his head was throbbing from a concussion. <gasps> his left arm and foot were shattered and his shin bone protruded through the skin. Ugh. And the blood was dripping down onto What's the rocks below. What's you and legs, man? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, yes! <laughs> One of his uh, vertebrae in his upper back was uh-huh. fractured. Oh and my gosh. So he was just in a ton of pain. I and bet. pain just coming from everywhere. And so Charlie's like, What can I do? What can I do? How can I help you? And so he's like, There's a ledge six meters down. Can you lower me down? Because they're all co- they're connected by oh, okay. ropes and lots of gizmos. And rock climbers, I apologize for my lack of knowledge and yeah, I have nothing rock climbing paraphernalia. Um, <laughs> so even though because it was on sort of a set of pulley systems, yeah, even though Charlie was much smaller than his dad, he was able to actually lower him down. Oh, that's good. So he just slowly lowered him down, and he got him onto that ledge. And then his dad called for the first aid. Like, throw over my backpack or lower down my backpack. There's a first aid kit in there. 
Charlie got the backpack down. And so David was able to sort of take care of his wound a little bit. So he slathered the whole thing with antibiotic cream. And then um, he covered it with a bunch of gauze and then wrapped the whole thing up. Because he didn't want Charlie to see this bone jutting out of his leg. (laughs) So once he kind of pulled himself together and got his leg all covered up, um, he had Charlie come down to give him a hand. And Charlie's like, can you tell me it's going to be okay? And he's like, yeah, it's totally going to be fine. Don't even worry. So I know, good old dad. But he's like, we need to... We need to get back to camp. We got to get off this mountain. He obviously needs medical help. So they had a plan and they were going to lower David down a little bit and then Charlie was going to come follow. And then they would lower him down a little bit more and then Charlie would come follow again. So they had this pulley system that they were working with um, and the process was agonizing. Mm, I bet. So David was dizzy and nauseated and whenever his left side touched the cliff, the pain was overwhelming. So he was like sort of <gasps> bump into the cliff, you know, just from the swinging. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, God. So, and then Charlie would have to kind of untangle everything and bring it down and then sort of reset it all up and then bring him down a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So this was a very long and wildly excruciating process. So as the hours passed, uh, David fought to remain conscious. He said, if I pass out, you got to hike back as fast as you can, essentially, yeah. to get me help. Ugh. And Charlie was like, no, you're not going to pass out. We're going to make it. So it was nearly dusk when they finally kind of got down to the base of the cliff. And the drop, the temperature had dropped to 4 Celsius, 39 degrees. So it's wow. just under 40 degrees. So it's cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so dad, David, is just in shorts and a light jacket Um, and he was shaking from cold and exhaustion and he's like, I can't go any further. We have to stop for today. So he's like, you got to go get our sleeping bags and everything that are further down. Uh Um, I think their camp was about two, um, just under two, uh, miles away. Oh, wow. So he had to go to their camp, (sighs) go get everything and bring it back. So he went and he, he freaking truck down there and he got the sleeping bags and he stuffed his backpack with as many warm clothes as he could find and all the energy bars that he could find. Uh, This poor kid. He refilled all their water bottles because there was a lake right there. How old was he again? Sorry. 13. 13. Yeah. No, he's freaking taking care of business at 13. Um, so he finally got back to his dad and by this time it's full night Mm -hmm. and David saw the sort of bouncing of Charlie's headlamp coming and he's like, Oh, he's made it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So Charlie helped his dad into long pants, long pants Mm -hmm. and a parka and helped him get into his sleeping bag and he propped his leg up Mm -hmm. onto a rock to sort of slow the bleeding and then he got into his own sleeping bag, but he was terrified because his dad had had this awful gash right. on his head. Um, so he talked to him like throughout the whole night Aww. because he was he was so scared if he fell asleep, he would die. Yeah. So kept that conversation going. He did eventually, I think, fall asleep for like maybe an hour right. or something like that. 
probably woke up in a panic. Like, ah! I know, exactly. Oh, God. So, uh, when the sun rose the next morning, Charlie was relieved to see that his dad was still alive. (laughs) (laughs) He was awake and alert. But there was all these giant boulders kind of in the way from getting down even further. Mm. So his dad, so they put more bandages around his... Blood-soaked leg? Yeah, with the fucking bone Bone. jetting out. So they put a bunch more tape on it, and then they started down the slope again. So pretty much his dad had to drag himself through all these boulders. Oh, my God. And when he couldn't maneuver between rocks, he hauled himself over them. So, and he apparently just left this, like, bloody trail behind him. So, he's just openly bleeding this whole time with this god-awful pain in his leg. He's got a concussion, all kinds of craziness. So, they reached their original campsite around 4 p.m. So, it took them all day to get there. And there was a lake there. So, his dad plunged his leg in to kind of clean it, and then they got it all covered again. When they get infected with the... With the leg? Well, maybe in Idaho it's all pure Pure and clean. Yeah, it's probably fucking gorgeous there. (laughs) So uh, they got them all set with new dressings. And in the evening, Charlie cooked some food on the propane stove. uh, But his dad was too nauseated to eat. So he's just feeling fucking shitty. shitty, I couldn't even imagine. (laughs) And he was like, Charlie, you got to go look for help on your own. Like in the morning. (gasps) Because he can't do it anymore. No, he's Ugh. he's down for the count. And, you know, his Charlie was like, what if I never see you again? And he's oh just Oh, my like, gosh. I'm sorry, kiddo. We don't have a choice. You got to go. <laughs> so uh, he fills up all the water bottles and some snacks. And he fills up the cooking pot with more water. And he packs it all in. He takes a GPS reading of the campsite. And he takes off. So, he turns to his dad, who lies on a blood-stained bedroll, his forehead marked with a purple gash, his blotchens clenched, and his leg bandaged. I better get moving, Charlie says. <laughs> Good luck, <You're> so- kiddo, <laughs> David says. You're so intense. I love it. <laughs> Just take it slow and steady. So... Uh, so outside the tent, Charlie pauses and murmurs a prayer. I'm not coming back without a helicopter. Ooh. And then he sets off. So, uh. Um, this is like a movie. This no, is like seriously, a... it probably was, is going to be a movie at some point. So Charlie's destination is 20 kilometers away. Mm-hmm. And it's a cabin where volunteers live that have a two-way radio. So oh, people okay. can go there to call for help if they need it. That's Nice. Yeah, thank goodness. The path rises gently at first, but it reaches an altitude of 3,000 meters before plunging into a valley and climbing again. So he's just, I mean, this is a long trek for him. Mm-hmm. As Charlie walks, he blows a whistle to ward off grizzlies and mountain lions. Oh, so there's fucking also dangerous animals yeah. all over. Charlie's height grows more grueling as the trail climbs towards the pass. As his heart rate rises, so does his anxiety level. Aww. Around the five kilometer mark, he thinks he hears voices. So he gives a sharp blast on his whistle and yells, can you help me? And someone yells back, sure. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That'd be you. I know. Come you on. You got it, guys. 
I'm on my way. <laughs> God. So sprinting, um, Charlie encounters two men, John Craig and his 19-year-old son, Jonathan. Choking back tears, he describes his father's plight and shows him the campsite marker on his GPS. And so the Craigs debate on whether to accompany the boy up the mountain further to the cabin uh-huh. or to go find the dad. Oh. So Charlie's like, please go to my dad. He needs help. So they, just before setting off to go find David, yeah, they are like, there's three groups up ahead mm-hmm. and they can give you a hand and they can help you find the cabin. So he kind of ends up diverting his route a little bit and sort of goes around the lake more. Mm-hmm. But alas, the campers were gone. So he didn't find them and oh, was no. pretty disheartened. So he just continues on. Um, and then further up the trail, uh, he hears more voices. So he blows his whistle again and calls out and voices answer. So he's sort of following the sound of their voices and he finds he stumbles upon a family of five and their good friend, Mike Burt, Burt, a former Marine who offers to run the 14 kilometers left to go to the camp, to the cabin. So Mike and Charlie now set off together and the other family, I think goes back to help David. Okay. So sometime in the evening, David awakes and he is in traction in a hospital. (gasps) So oh, they had they found did it. it. Yep, they did it. <laughs> they made it up. They called the helicopter. His dad at this point had been completely passed out. Oh. The Craigs had arrived and stayed with him until the helicopter arrived. Uh, over the next couple months, he underwent several surgeries and would be able to climb again. Does he want to? <laughs> yeah, I know, probably. <laughs> And he tries in his morphing glow to try to remember what happened. And pretty much he remembered the Craigs arriving to the campsite. A ranger showed up soon afterwards. And she kept David company until he was lifted by a cable into a helicopter. The next day, Charlie arrived at his dad's bedside. And people were saying, you must be so proud of Charlie. And David said, you have no idea. So Charlie... Saved his dad. Yeah. Ah. That's a lot of pressure for a 13-year-old. No shit. Well, and he just fucking handled it. He's like, all right. Yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm sad. I'm going to maybe cry a little bit. Because right. this is the fucking worst situation on earth. Yeah. But. And the dad for being like, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> but he, Don't just worry cr- about this bone that's yeah. sticking out. Just crawl through the forest. Or fucking, the- yeah. All the, around all these boulders, boulders and having to crawl yeah. up and over. With a trail of blood behind you. Oh, barf. That's like, he was like two days. Yeah. That's what's scary about like going high, like going out in the wilderness. If you do get injured, you could be fucked. Like, yeah. that could just be it. You need special equipment and stuff. You to need to kinda... let people know where you are, <laughs> when you're going to decide to come back. Because if you don't come back, then people will be like, oh, well, we should go look. Michelle's lost. She's not just drunk. <sighs> I would be just She's drunk. both. <laughs> Bring beer drunk. with you if you would. I want a Bud Light. <laughs> Grab one from the campsite. <laughs> oh, that would be me. But you hear like stories like that, like with uh, people who go hiking with just their dogs and like they fall and they break this woman broke her back or something like that. And her dog like 
went off and found help, man. God. Yay, dogs. I'm I mean, trying to think of what Goose would do in that situation. Probably eat you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he fucking would. God, you nailed it, Caitlin. <laughs> he would lay next to me for a little while, yeah. roll onto his belly, wonder where the fuck the belly pets were, right. and then probably wander off to find someone else. And when he got hungry, he would stroll on back to yeah. me. He's and... like, well, I know where this bitch is laying. Yeah. Hmm, her leg smells delicious. It's already open. Yeah. <laughs> the bone is right yeah. there. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine? Oh. Poor goose. Maverick would just be sitting there, like, watching the whole time. Probably. God damn it. We're just trying to mount Charlie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's in that phase right He'd now. He'd next to me and I'd be like, dogs, go find some fucking help. Yeah. Nah. Nah, we got, we got food and entertainment here. <laughs> yeah. We're all set. Aw. Sad day. Sad day. Well, those were two really good, like, different stories. Yeah. The dad was a hero and the son was a hero to the dad. I know. Aw. That's so sweet. Hmm. Happy Father's Day. I know. I'm not emotional today. I thought I was going to be. Fucking crying again. Oh, uh, not today though. I've quite recovered. Yes, I'm feeling better. <laughs> Fuck you, hangover. I beat you. That's because you've had a drink. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I guess. Yeah. I think my worst hangover ever was uh, when we went to Vegas this last time. Oh really? And we took my 21 year old nephew. He's 22 now. Right. To a strip club and. <laughs> I had to go because he's in a wheelchair. and But did I want to see him with strippers? No. Right. So did I just go ahead and cover my feelings with drinking? Yes. <laughs> did the strippers in Vegas like to drink? Yes. Of course. Oh I my bet. God. Yeah. No, we had bottle service. So we had these two, two or three giant bottles of Grey Goose. Wow. And then all these like juices and stuff to go with it. So... Sounds nice. The alcohol was free flowing, and I, bet. I threw up the whole next day. Well, especially because of Grey Goose. You love Grey Goose. I do love fucking Grey Goose. God damn it. You do, man. Oh, I was drinking screwdrivers. I was drinking it with cranberry juice. I was drinking it. We were doing shots. Oh, it was bad news. And I don't think I had very much to eat because I was like nervous about the evening. Right. I got a couple strippers' phone numbers though. I know you did. They just wanted threesomes. <laughs> Paid threesomes. Fuck them. No, I'm just kidding. Chi-Chi, uh, I didn't mean it. Chi-Chi. That was her name. That's cute. I still have her phone number. <laughs> she makes lingerie. That's cute. Yeah. All right. Well, happy Father's <laughs> Day. We went to, we got to stripping. It sounds right. Yeah, it feels right. to that. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there or moms who are single parents, you know? Yeah. Like Celebrate them both. Yeah, exactly. You did it all, girl. You did it Fucking all. nailed it. So you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and you can email us at IShouldTotallyBeDeadRightNow at gmail.com. We also have a website, IShouldTotallyBeDeadRightNow.com, mm-hmm. um, where you can see episodes. episodes. And... We're going to add some, the drink recipes on there, and mm-hmm. it's growing. So yeah, email us, follow us, like us, comment us. Um, all that shit. All, Do it all, all the above. All the above. All right, so then we'll, we... We'll see you next time. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. Bye. Bye.